Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes won their third straight game and their first game against a Metropolitan Division opponent of the season against the Philadelphia Flyers last night. Find out how they did it, the good, the bad, and what's next for the team in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first lesson of this Tuesday morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes, they were able to beat the Philadelphia Flyers last night. This was a game that I think we we're all kind of looking forward to. It was the first uh, Metro Division matchup for the Hurricanes this season. And as I said yesterday, these are games where it really doesn't matter where the teams are in the standings. These teams always play each other super, super hard. And that's exactly what we saw last night. And... Yes, obviously, the Hurricanes were able to come away with the win, which is awesome. Uh, came away with a 3-2 win over the Flyers, which was very well earned. They they had to fight for this win. Uh, it did not come easy. You know, yes, again, they did come away with the win. Tavo Teravina ended up scoring the game-winning goal with 347 left in the third. And... You know, with this game, you know, we saw some of the issues that I brought up yesterday. Uh, you look at the first period and how things went there towards the end of that. It's definitely coming back to, you know, they got to play the full 60. Yes, other teams are going to make pushes and whatnot. We definitely saw that in the third period as well. But at the end of the day, the Hurricanes were able to bounce back in the second and hold the Flyers off and get the win, which I think was great for them. We saw Andre Sveshnikov get his first point of the season on the Steph Nazing goal a little over three minutes into the first period. The Hurricanes, they came out ready. And that was one thing I said yesterday is that they need to set the tone early. That was really important because of one as I always say with Metro Division matchups of how hard the teams play each other. But then also Philly, you know, being pretty decent you know, so far this year. They, as I said yesterday, you know, they're not allowing a whole lot. They're, you know, ahead of last night's game, they're ad- averaging about 27 and a half shots allowed. Carter Hart had a 0.924 save percentage. You know, they were really good. They're, pretty good defensively and we did see that and you know how they were able to hold off the hurricanes but again setting that tone early creating that pressure that was that was really important for the hurricanes for them to get momentum on their side earlier early in that first period again things they kind of fall off the rails a little bit after the first 10 15 minutes or so 
when you know the Hurricanes you're just making errors and whatnot ended up leading to uh Philly tying and then uh Frederick Anderson blunder ended up leading to them taking the lead uh heading into the second period and you know one thing that Trip Tracy uh mentioned was you know how you see a period in like that for Freddie you know sometimes it could go one of two ways you know you could either have what we ended up having last night you bounce back and yes you know the Freddie we know and love or it could just get worse from there which we have seen that before but thankfully it was the former he bounced back was the Freddie we needed him to be especially in the third period when uh the Flyers were really pushing and pushing and pushing but again the Hurricanes were able to come away with the win and again, you know, Freddie didn't really nicely recover from that blunder. And you know, this game could have been uh, 4-2. Uh, Jack Drury's goal uh, got challenged uh, successfully for uh, Steph Nazem being offsides. But thankfully, Michael Bunting, he was able to get another power play goal uh, for him on the season. Uh, shortly after that, with assist from Jesper Kotkaniemi and Steph Nazem. And... As I said yesterday, one thing I was expecting, you know, from this game with Carter Hart being as good as he's been so far this season, Freddie Anderson, the same as well, was it to turn into a goal, goaltender's duel. And that is exactly what we saw in the third period. Uh, yeah, the Hurricanes were not on their best. Uh, they were really on their heels. Philly was coming out hot and really yeah, pushing and pushing and pushing. And Freddie, yeah, he stood tall. He made a bunch of great saves on high danger chances and everything. He did everything the Hurricanes needed uh, him to do throughout the third period up until Tavo Teravainen, who was one of my guys to watch yesterday, uh, ended up scoring that game-winning goal for the Hurricanes. That was his eighth of the year, already surpassed last year's total so that's great for him. And I really do hope that he is able to continue this because, man, you know, this is the Tavo that we needed. You know, we this is the Tavo we need. You know, we need the one that, you know, can go and put the puck in the back of the net on a game-to-game -game basis. That That's important uh, because, you know, you just see what he can do, just how lethal his shot is. And we need this to continue throughout the season. I'm not expecting, you know, uh, you know, you know, 40 goal season or whatever. I'm not expecting that from him. That's not him. Uh, but man, you know, just we need him to be able to do this of realize, like, hey, I have this shot. I should probably take it rather than you know pass it over to Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, Martin Natchez, who whoever, you know. Because we had seen that in the past. So the fact that we're getting this Tavo now, I think is going to be really beneficial to the team throughout the season. And it's something that I really hope continues throughout the season, which the way it's going, you know, things are going for him. And, you know, obviously the team is happy with that. So I don't see it changing. Again, I don't expect a goal every game or anything like that. Obviously this pace that he's on is going to slow down and that's fine. But I just, you know, he has that confidence there, like, oh, hey, yeah, I got this. And that's important. And that's what the Hurricanes are going to need this season. And, you know, then you have, you know, other guys, Steph Nason, you know, who's quietly, you know, been 
a great addition for the Hurricanes. You saw, I believe it was last year. Uh, yeah, him and Jalen Chatfield both kind of forcing you know, the coaching staff's hands of having them on the roster and not sending them down to the AHL because both of those guys were on two-way deals. And obviously, both of them still here. They're doing their job right. Steph Nazing, he's found you know, success for the Hurricanes. He's doing really, really well for them. Michael Bunting uh, is really slotting in nicely for the Hurricanes, and we love that. Uh, that was obviously a signing a lot of folks were excited about when it happened, and it's already paying off for the Hurricanes. And you love that because you know, sometimes you know the adjustment period for players can be a bit frustrating. We're, we are seeing that with Dmitry Orlov this year. We saw it last year with Brent Burns. And so you know those guys, you, know, you just gotta give it a little bit of time. But Michael Bunting, you know, he's uh, being really good for the Hurricanes. I believe he leads the team and power play points now also which is awesome and I, I love that but you know there there's more good to get into but there's also some bad as well as you know my three stars of the game and we will dive into that right after this quick break folks now folks it is that time of the year and right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets when Winning any $5 money line bet on FanDuel. NFL season is underway. NHL season, NBA season, World Series is going on. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on right now. I know, I don't know if the MLS playoffs have continued, but I know the USL1 playoffs, those are going. The uh, NCFC, they're playing in the final for that. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on right now. And like I said, you bet, you know, uh, you win $5 on a money line bet, you get $150 in bonus bets. And that's 150 bucks if your team wins. Whether, you know, it's the Hurricanes, whether it's, you know, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, whether it's, yeah, the well, I would say the Charlotte Hornets, but yeah, yeah, there's so many teams uh doing stuff right now. FanDuel has you covered in. Yeah, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, like I said, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now because there's so much going on, folks, and the app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, you know, diving back into the good and the bad, and then my three stars of the game, you know, as I said, you know, the good, uh, you know, Freddie Anderson bouncing back, you know, the way he did in the second and third period, following a rough end to the first. I think that was really, really good. Definitely, you know, I mean, he's obviously been around a long time, you know, but that's definitely something that can build some confidence, you know, and be like, hey, you know, mistakes happen. You know, I can still go out there or go back out there and, you know, do what I got to do. Be that brick wall. Be the guy that was in uh, contention for the Vesna Trophy uh, a couple years ago, you know, before he got hurt. Be the guy you know, that won the Jennings Trophy with Ronta. Uh, you know, be that guy, you know, because we know he has it in him. That's why the Hurricanes brought him in in the first place and then obviously signed him to another extension. Tavo Teravainen, again, continuing his hot streak, which I think is absolutely fantastic. We're all loving that. 
And I want that to continue as long as it can. And, you know, especially, you know, just seeing it now, you know, he's already you know, surpassed his goal total from last year already. You know, it, it's not even November yet. I mean, yes, it is tomorrow, but he's already passed his total from last year. So early into the season, which I think is great. Yes, it is a contract year for him. So he's obviously you know, fighting you know, to get an extension you know, with the Hurricanes. But, you know, he's showing that he's still got it because you remember back in the offseason, uh, his name was one that was floating around a lot when it came to trades, uh, you know, and, you know, whether or not, like, do the Hurricanes need to move on from him? Is, is it time? But, you know, he's showing, nah, it, it's not time. You know, he still has it in him. And I'm loving that. Again, Michael Bunting on the power play, you know, and his power play goal also you know, came from his offside as well, which I think you know, is great for him. You know, again, he is another guy that is fitting in really, really nicely. And that addition is looking really really good so far and i'm really enjoying that i hope he continues to flourish on the hurricanes offense on the hurricanes power play you know we saw last year of steph nazem being the standout guy on the uh, power play i believe when the season ended he was the guy that leaded the team or that led the team in power play points excuse me for my poor grammar there you know, so I want to see that continue there. And then also, you know, the penalty kill as well. The Hurricanes did take a few too many penalties in this game, but the penalty kill was able to stand tall, hold off the Flyers, which is great. We always love that. You know, the Hurricanes penalty kill is you know, typically year in and year out one of the one of, if not the best in the National Hockey League. So, you know, just seeing it, you know, operating you know, the way it's supposed to is obviously going to be a good thing. You know, we love seeing that. And then, of course, holding off uh, Philadelphia's pushes that they were having, especially in the third period. I think that was really, really good. A lot of that came back to Frederick Anderson. The, the Fords and defensemen were really on their heels there in that third period. So Freddie Anderson, you know, being able to hold, do his part, hold them off. And then, of course, you know, the guys out in the ice do their thing as well and that was great but then yeah we do have you know the bad uh of the period as well and again the end of the first period like i i said time and time again over the years they've got to play the full 60 again mistakes are going to happen we all know that you know it, that's going to happen regardless of the sport whether you're watching hockey basketball football baseball soccer lacrosse whatever Mis teams are going to make mistakes that's going to happen and they're going to lead to you know the other the opposition scoring you know i, I was going to say goals but you know we're, we're talking about all sports here so it's going to lead to the opposition scoring you know so it can't get you know, too upset about that but you know you look at you know, the momentum that they were building you know, throughout the first, and then the wheels just fall off there at the end. And, you know, that, 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 that's very frustrating, you know, for them, you know, because we know this team is better than that. Again, it is still early in the season. They're still getting that early season stuff worked out. Okay. Yeah. You know, so like I said yesterday, it's not a concern that I'm having long-term 
it's not something I think it'll come February or anything, you know, is still going to be a really big problem. If it is, then we have a really big problem. But, you know, I, I think that's going to be stuff that gets under control. Uh, at the end of the day, how many penalties did the Hurricanes take in this game? Uh, it was several. I know that much. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. But anywho, the Hurricanes, yeah, it, it penalties have really got to be something that they get under control big time because, yeah, it, you just can't have this stuff, you know, night in, night out. Again, things are going to happen. That's fine. But, you know, the Hurricanes went one for one on the power play. The Flyers went 0 for 5 on the power play. So that's really got to be something they get under control. Remember, uh, I mentioned yesterday, through like the first two weeks of the season, the Hurricanes were leading the NHL in penalties and can't have that. And then in those last two games, uh, the Seattle and San Jose game, yeah, they only took three penalties. And then in this game, they're taking five. Uh, come on guys, you know, got to clean this stuff up. Now going back to one other positive is the fact that the hurricanes absolutely dominated the face off circle, uh, which is, pretty par for the course with them they're usually winning that matchup but i did want to mention it here just hopping back to the good real quick uh the hurricanes won 70.9 percent of the face-offs philly just uh 29.1 percent of the face-offs so yeah the face-offs yeah those are obviously you know, those are key battles you know there and you know because you know you look at the bunting power play goal uh you know Kokinimi wins the faceoff, uh, sort of, and then Nazan yeah, helps him get it out of the circle, tosses it over to Bunting, and then you know, just a big one-timer, uh, I think you know, from like 15, 20 feet out or something like that, on his offside, like I mentioned earlier, gets that power play goal. You see you know, just how key winning those battles can be. That was a prime example of that. And then also the teamwork there as well. And that's you know, another thing, you know, ending with a positive, uh, you know, just because that's what we like to do, uh, is the teamwork you know, that you know, the team showed in this game. You know, like that power play goal that I just mentioned. And then you know, Freddie Anderson you know, doing his part, you know, especially in that third period. And you know, just guys all over you know, doing what they can. And I think that's you know, really, really important for him uh, or for the team, really. And I think... You know, this team, they they they've got it. They they got it. They just need to work out a few issues. And like I said, you know, the full sixty minute, full sixty minutes, they've got to get that under control. Make sure they're not coasting, and get their penalties under control. Don't don't be taking dumb stuff. I get it. Things are gonna happen, you know, throughout a game. But you know, when you're leading the league. Uh, through the first two weeks, then you go from taking three over two games to then five and one. Like your penalty killing can only do but so much. Yes, they did their part. It comes back to that teamwork of everyone pitching in uh, and doing their job, and that's great. But they've got to get that stuff under control. But you know, quick three stars of the game. Mine are honestly the same as the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, third star you know, being Michael Bunting. 
you know, with him getting that power play goal. Uh, number two, uh, Tavo Teravainen, you know, scoring the game-winning goal for the Hurricanes, continuing his hot streak. And then first star, you know, being Frederick Anderson. Uh, he did a lot for this team in this game against Philly, uh, you know, because, you know, without him, you know, that third period really could have gotten ugly, you know, because, like I said, you know, the Flyers really had uh, all the skaters on their heels. They were creating a lot of high danger chances, applying a lot of pressure, and, you know, Freddie ended up standing tall for the Hurricanes, which was absolutely fantastic, and we would not have gotten the win without him. And, you know, I'm glad we did. That's three straight for the Hurricanes now. I'm really enjoying it, but... Now we got to look ahead to later on in the week and who's next for the Hurricanes and what do they have and what's next for them as well. And we will dive into that right after this quick break, folks. Now, a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Sebastian Ajo could score 50 goals. The Carolina Hurricanes could hoist the Stanley Cup and you could be winning big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy hockey app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests all you have to do is pick whether studs like sebastian aho andre svechnikov Tavo Teravainen, he's been a guy that's been really hot right now on the Hurricanes or guys across the league like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Nathan Kennan, and Austin Matthews will record one or more, one will record more or less their sleeper projections for things like goals, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given day. To win a $100 bet or 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Canes fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's code locked on nhl see sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability now diving back into the hurricanes uh and what's next for them uh they are off today uh on tuesday halloween so you know they're you know, just kind of you know, spending time with their families you know, probably hitting the gym yeah no no official practice or anything like that they're just kind of doing their thing for the day which is fine they've earned it for sure and then they do go practice tomorrow and then travel up to new york for their game against the rangers on thursday and yeah so you got the rangers up next that's going to be a tough contest as i said yesterday you know they're Next games are uh, all against Metro Division opponents, with it being Philly, who they got the win, which is great, then the Rangers, then the Islanders. So they got their work cut out for them because Metro teams always play each other tough. And the Rangers, you know, they're they're a team that historically have had the Hurricanes number. Obviously, in recent years, that has changed a little bit. But, 
Yeah, it's one that you know the Hurricanes are going to have a tough contest on Thursday, and they really got to be prepared. And you know, what do they have to do, you know, to come away with this or come away the win in that game? You know, obviously we're going to talk more about that as you know that time gets closer, of course. Uh, but you know, just a quick thing, you know, it's kind of the same things you know I've been talking about with this game, and just in general, kind of this season. You know, make sure yeah they're playing the full sixty minutes. Get your penalties under control. I think that's gonna have to be something they're really working on in practice uh, tomorrow, and then at morning skate on Thursday. I think that's really got to be something they work on. Playing that full sixty, like do not take your foot off the gas. It's one thing like if you're just trying not to run up the score. Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, but like you can't you know just start to start to back off you know in coast you can't do that because you know at that point you know the other team's going to notice that and they're going to be playing desperate to get the lead or to tie it get the lead and win the game like you cannot be doing that you know we've seen that before i believe it was a game last year against minnesota you know the hurricanes you know just took their foot off the gas and then minnesota comes back and wins it uh, I believe that was yeah, Pietro Kachekov's first loss. Like, come on, guys. Like, you cannot do that. There's countless examples of that. And I get, you know, not every game is going to be perfect. We know that. Heck, we've seen that already this season. And, you know, it, not everything's going to be perfect, which is fine. But it, it's such an easy fix. It's such a simple thing. Uh, and that's what makes it so frustrating. Like, it's uh, and again, I say it's simple as me sitting here in my apartment. You know, uh, I'm not out there yet playing. You know, you're not out there playing. You know, we, we say that you know, as us, but you know, it, it's such a simple fix of just play the full sixty. Don't take your foot off the gas, and then also you know, get your penalties in check. Come on, guys. I get you. Know, some teams are you know, good at drawing penalties and not whatnot. Well, that's fine, but. You know, the Hurricanes really got to get that stuff in check before you know it becomes a long-term problem this season. Again, I go back to the you other know, first two weeks. They led the league in them. They took five last night. Penalty kill can only do but so much. Uh, eventually, something is going to break. I, We all know how good the Hurricanes penalty killing is. We all know that. We all know it's absolutely fantastic. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're taking five, six penalties a game, eh, something's going to happen eventually. So, you know, if they can get that in check, I think they'll be all right. If really just those two things, I think yeah, if they're able to do that, they'll be okay. It would be interesting to see how the lineup shakes out in that game against um, against New York. You know, does uh, Svechnikov move up in the lineup? Because uh, Lemieux, he's been the odd man out now. So, what happens there? You know, or does you know he stay on that fourth line for a bit longer? Uh, or what? What's going to happen there? That's going to be really interesting to see. You know, how things go. We'll obviously get more on that. You know, come Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, once you know, the other team you know, gets back on the ice and is practicing, so we'll get more of an idea then. But yeah, enjoy the win, folks. Yeah, the Hurricanes, they really had to fight for that win against Philly, and they're able to do it, able to come back, get that win, get the 
you know, win against a divisional opponent, which we know just how key those are in the Metro because this division does get very, very tight at the end of the year. So, you know, just go ahead and getting wins already. Yeah, that that's great for them. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the game against the Rangers. That one's definitely going to be fun. Again, another Metro division matchup. It's going to be another tough game, but I think the Hurricanes have an in them. We'll obviously talk about that more when that game comes comes around. So make sure you're following the show along at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Enjoy the win, folks. And as always, let's go Canes.